Hey everyone, and welcome back to For Of A Kind Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, by the way, first episode recording of 2021. Yeah. So yeah, this won't, be, this, this won't be the first episode released, but this is the first one we're recording in this calendar year, so good job to that. Uh, how's everyone doing? Forgot to ask. Pretty good. Pretty good. I could say the same. Cool. Pretty good. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. I don't know how y'all are feeling, but I was surfing the interwebs as one does. That's not so bad. <laughs> Guys, it's been a long time. I, I don't know how to socialize anymore. Uh, so this is the only interactions I get. <laughs> so I'm sorry for my lack of current lingo. But anyways, I found this article and I saved it and I've had it saved for months now. And we thought, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. I think this is very fitting because it's a New York Times article about um, questions. Um, it, it became very viral at the time. But basically questions that you ask other people to, to get to know them and supposedly fall in love. Ooh. But <laughs> the point of this episode is not to fall in love, just to get to know each other, reveal some interesting things about us. So uh, let's see how this goes. Let's see if we don't expose each other. Um, so question number one. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? If I could gain one quality, it would probably be like insane worth ethic or something. <laughs> or like, not insane. I don't want to be like just cooped up in my room working all day. But like, I want to be like motivated to do like work and whether it will be college or just my job in the future. But, you know, it's just something like that. Well, let me be the one to say, Ezra, I think you have an amazing work ethic to begin with. You Thank like, you. The pro- I'm not, even, I'm not even capping. Like you're, you're like, uh, like your video projects are amazing. And I think they require so much like creativity and work. So I think you're good in that area. Um, for me, I don't know. I'm like a pretty good person to begin with. Not to brag. Wait, actually on that note, um, I think the one quality that I like would want to have is to to listen a little bit more. I talk a lot and I'm very like headstrong and I don't, I don't see those as weaknesses in my opinion, but like, it's like, I have to like consciously ask people what they think instead of just talking about what I think. It's like been a problem since I was like a child. So I think I would like need to do that more, especially like when I go to college and have to make new friends. Yeah. I mean, for me, speaking of college, uh, my thing that I was thinking about was like easily making new friends really quickly because I feel like I can almost pride myself in making friends like over a long period of time uh, because I feel like I get more comfortable around people over time but sometimes I see people uh, just making friends right off the bat uh, in new social situations and then I'm I sort of just sit and watch and wish I was them and so I would like for me if I had to gain a quality, it would be instant sociability. That's what I would say. Cool. What about you, Maria? So mine, Reese. That was gonna be mine, but I guess I'll go with my second choice. Um, First thing I thought of was um, being able to speak any language. I don't know why. I've always been very interested in languages, and it's just whenever you meet someone that meets a foreign language, you're they're immediately like a mystery, and you're very intrigued by them. And they just seem very confident and smooth, and I just want to be that person. And also, if you're 
let's say, okay, I look white. Let's say if I go to a store and I know how to speak like German or something and somebody talks crap about me in German, I know. And they don't know I know. And I want that advantage over people also. That's actually such a good answer. That's the best answer, dude. How did you think about this? Like, I don't know. You're, you have all the languages in your head. And you know how impressive that would be? You get like any job and then like whoever you start dating, if you drop in a day like another race and then you go to their parents, you're like fluent in that language, like bro, instant wife material. So like, <laughs> that's actually such a good answer. Exactly, exactly. Okay, moving on to question number two. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? If it's like really important, like I'll just say, if someone called me out of the blue, I, obviously I wouldn't have anything prepared. Maybe if like I knew the person, I'm like, okay, they, they, don't, they usually don't call me. I'm gonna start thinking of like why they're calling me or something. But if it was some sort of uh, scheduled meeting, like a Zoom meeting or a scheduled call with like something related to like a business, then yeah, I would have something prepared. But usually, usually if it's just normal, I don't have anything prepared. I've prepared every single telephone call I have had, every single one. Like, I don't make telephone calls that often. It's only like, lately it's just been to like place food call, like pickup orders for food which I'm, I'm sure you can all relate to like even then I like go over it in my head I don't write it down I'm not like that extra and then I like say it I do the same thing for emails I have a really big note with every almost every email I've written to like a teacher because I'm so scared of it automatically sending like me accidentally pressing the send button so yeah I prepare everything I was thinking that we don't even make that many calls like as teenagers we don't it's not like we call each other Right. I mean, we might FaceTime or text a lot, but at least us, we don't really call. I feel like that's like that's like one generation above us uh, where they call like normally. Uh, but whenever I do call, I feel like I do. I, I do. I make some calls like if I'm calling customer service for a company or something, then I, I like make, I make sure that I have what I need to say uh, in that moment so that I don't miss anything because calls are like really quick and you could forget really easily what you wanted to say and so if you need to have certain things planned out then I do that pretty often uh, whereas in an email it takes you have the time to like formulate what you're doing and saying but with a call I would I would probably prepare what I say yeah I'm on the same boat with Sara and Reese like with well, similar to Sara whenever I go to Chipotle or Chipotle or something I'll go over my order like three times in my head because I don't want to look stupid in front of the stranger. <laughs> like Reese said, I'm not on my phone that much. Or um, So the only people that I call on my phone are my parents. So everyone has like what they say whenever they answer the phone. So like, oh, hello, or whatever. Same thing in Spanish. I already have like my line. So I don't overthink that. But what I, what I thought of instead of a phone call is whenever, especially over Zoom, whenever we take attendance, I like try to rehearse how to say here because it's early in the morning and my voice is just horrible and it just comes out horrible and then I say it and it comes out so bad and then I think about it for the next five minutes and I'm like oh my gosh that was horrible they're gonna think I'm blah 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 and then in my head I'm like nobody cares like nobody could care less just get over it but that just every single time guys this is why I hate zoom bro zoom sucks we're recording this over zoom so like yay zoom but like literally <laughs> Every like 
uh, it's so frustrating. School over Zoom is the worst. Don't get me started on Socratic seminars, bro. Uh, just in case for our listeners who don't know what those are, it's basically just like, it's like a test grade and you basically have to discuss like whatever book or like pro, like whatever book or novel, like novel or whatever we're talking about. Um, and you have to talk like twice to even like get like a passing grade because, but everybody tries to talk at the same time and you have to like bulldoze over people. And I don't have a problem doing that, but it's just like, it's just like so weird. Cause like, usually they're like, they're like Socratic seminars, like they're like have like energy and like people are always like talking about things. And it's just so weird. Sorry, not to get all school on you guys, but yeah. It's just the action of coming off mute is just so difficult. <laughs> like, do I have to go drag my cursor all the way down or hit my space bar to unmute? I want to do that. And like, Maria, I can relate to you. I, one time during advisory, because it's advisory starts at eight. So she would, uh, now she doesn't even call our names out. She just does it, which is very nice. But before... She asked, like, uh, Ezra, and I was like, here. Because <laughs> oh, no. I was just waking up, and I was cracked, and she was like, oh, I see you're just waking up. I was like, yep. <laughs> For me, like, when, when you talk about attendance, I just thought about whenever there's a big class, and then the teacher's going one by one calling names, I kind of have to – so, like, some people – they call the name and then it takes a while for them to unclick the mute and then say here and so you kind of there's like a little pause so so when i try to avoid that i try to like unmute when they, she, she says like the person's name before me and so it's almost like a time trial for that i also wanted to ask you guys something uh whenever the teacher is saying something and then nobody responds in the class are you the person who gets off a of mute and then responds to the teacher finally or are you the person who stays on mute and waits for someone else to say something? Oh, Reese, you're the person that comes off mute to say something. I know you are. Oh my in, history, God. in history, no one says anything. And it's usually Reese or Krishna that like saves the day. I'm like, oh, thank God for Reese. I don't know how to answer this question. But no, I don't. <laughs> um, for me, it depends on the teacher. Like, not to be, like, mean, but it, it does. It depends on this. Like, for Spanish, I don't know what she's asking to begin with. So I have nothing to say, even if I came off of you. Like, sometimes she'll ask and, like, I think about, sometimes, like, maybe, like, once, like, a week I'll do it. But we, all, we have a lot of overachievers in our class, and they, like, you know, figure out what she's saying, and I have no idea. But for, like, mostly every other class, yeah, because, like, I've been on the other side of that because, like, for community service and stuff, I have to, like, host Zoom calls every other week. And like nobody wants to respond and i like f feel really bad for the teachers so then i like come off mute and i'm like engaging i'm so glad we're all in the same boat because i thought it was just me so i'm glad i'm glad we're all suffering together <laughs> so my next question is this one wasn't on the article but i thought of it and i thought it would be interesting uh, what piece of advice or life lesson have your parents instilled in you growing up or like that's what's that one phrase or one idea that your parents keep bringing up and it's just all you think about now. Man, man, we're getting deep. Okay. I know it's a loaded question. I know it's a loaded question. That is, that's a good question. You uh, guys I can go first if you want, since I had a little heads up and I thought about it a little bit. Yeah, go first. I'll go next. <laughs> I feel so bad. I'm sorry. I just thought it would be interesting because then we can know what your parents are like, what you guys are like, whatever. So for me, um, on my dad's side I would say with my dad because they're very different people 
So I have like two different sets of advice. But for my mom, she's very into destiny and manifestation and this and that and reincarnation, even though we're Catholic. So I have like a minor identity crisis because I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm kind of like, okay, it's all about hard work. But she's like, no, if you believe in yourself, you can do it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? what is it then? Like, what are we doing? But she's um, instilled in me that if you want something, you can put it out into the universe. I'll obviously work hard also. But if you're negative all the time, then it's not going to happen. Like, especially with college admissions, um, I would be like, oh, I applied to the school and I'm not going to get in because the stats and this and that. And, blah, blah, blah. and she's like, did you put it out to the universe? And I'm like, yes, because I knew you would yell at me if I did it. She's like, okay, then you'll be fine. If you think positive, if you think negative thoughts, then you're already setting it in stone that it's not going to happen. And you're just harming yourself and your opportunities and then it turns out I got into those and she was like told you so so now I can't really fight her on it since she proved that she was right and then for my dad I think overall it's just not to sweat the little things which came in handy a lot in high school whenever I would get like a a C or something on a quiz or whatever and I'll be like oh my gosh my GPA what am I gonna do I'm not gonna go to college I'm gonna work at McDonald's my life is over but it's like are you serious? Like, you're going to forget about this in a week. Like, you're just stressing yourself out. Um, and you reliving that over and over again, you're just stressing yourself over something that already happened and isn't going to happen again. And it's just all about how to be positive and all that stuff. That was a very long rant. I'll shut up. Ezra, you're on. I gave you like five minutes to think because I've been on a rant. I was going to say thank you for that, that longer answer because I had time to think. And when you said, like, what your father told you about not to sweat the little things, it kind of relates to what my parents instilled in me. It's like, it's okay to fail. Like, failure is healthy if you learn from it. Um, I used to, like, I don't know, I used to be so broken inside when I would fail something. Like, it doesn't even have to be grades. It could be, like, I messed up in a piano recital or, like, in a basketball game I didn't do good. I would just get, like, so upset with myself. But then my my parents will always be like, it's actually nice because I know uh, I'm pretty fortunate because a lot of Asian parents are like, yeah, you got to be A's, A's. Like everything has to be up to this standard. But my parents always like really, I, I would say chill, but they, they weren't like laid back. They always, you know, encouraged me to do well, but they weren't mad at me when I didn't or I'm at my lows. So uh, I I really appreciate that. Yeah, um, I kind of like the similar thing as Ezra, um, because my parents are like notorious for like, you know, being like hardo, but my parents were never like that. If you've met them in person, they're amazing people. Um, and they're like very, um, you know, like encouraging and stuff like that. Um, okay, just, we're gonna get some Sara origin story. So the reason that like, it's a kind of, I'm like very, as you know, like very outspoken and very like firm and like, I always communicate. I'm not like afraid to like, just like speak my mind and that like very much comes from my dad because he like he he like works in like a job right so and he observed in like the workplace that like sorry that I don't know why I said that um anyways he like um has noticed that like like just in like meetings like it's very, like mostly like women or like Asian women would just always take like a back seat or like wouldn't like lean in if you guys have heard that phrase and like he always wanted me to do that and he was just like if you have something just just say it like do not hold back because you know, like things like that, you know, breaking the bamboo ceiling here, guys. Um, but that's like more of my, my like dad's side. My mom 
is a best. She's like very like also very encouraging kind of like um or Ezra's parents were and like kind of like a thing that we all say is just like if you're not going to remember this from a year from now then it's probably not as important. And that was like a really big thing. It's like that's more of like a family thing that we have especially during college application season. I was like a mess. And like I feel like these like little things like these tests and quizzes that like just derail my whole day and I'm like super like annoyed and tired and I'm like I'm not gonna remember this like test quiz homework from a year from now. So why am I like so stressed out about it? Um, yeah, I know that was a very long winded answer, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. I can I can definitely see those things in you. So it did rub off. Uh, for me, what I thought of were two different things. It's not like separated between my parents. It's kind of just two uh, things. Uh, firstly, my parents would always tell me before I go to any social event or like friend sleepover or whatever just no drugs no alcohol <laughs> just get that just get that out of the way just make sure that's on the that's that's written in stone so that uh it's just in my head uh, all the time so i guess i followed that so far so that's a good thing <laughs> uh but the second thing uh was my mom this is especially my mom she tells me to like pray for every like like everything uh like whatever it is basically and she also emphasizes tells me to pray on my knees uh like all the time she says like that's just a way to humble myself uh further uh and so i don't i don't always do it whenever she tells me to uh or like i don't always do it on my knees especially but uh she is really persistent on saying that which is a good thing uh i feel, I feel glad to have a mom who does that tells me to do so um but yeah that's what I would say. Your parents did such a good job raising y'all. Oh my gosh. Such profound advice. Okay, next question. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? Or what pushed you to do it? Uh, uh, okay. That's, that's a good question. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, a good question. That's why it's taking me a while to think about it. Okay, okay. I wouldn't call this like a lifetime dream of mine, but it was always to just create like content and like videos or like photos and post it. Like, cause now I made a YouTube channel. I've been thinking about doing that since like sophomore year. Um, but I just never got the chance. I didn't have time. And also I wasn't motivated, but uh, you know, now it's senior year. It's like, might as well do it. Like it, what what do I have to lose if I if if I don't do it? So like, uh, if I do it, but uh, basically Steffi also she's kind of like collaborating with me on this channel, so it that also helps. But I think that's also like a goal that I had for a while now, and just a bunch of support from my friends helped me, you know, go out there and just do that. Plug the YouTube channel. Let them know, Ezra. Let them know. Let them know. Let them know. Okay. Uh, it's called Eighth Edition. Um, we named it like that because Stephanie and, I, Stephanie and I have H as our last names, and H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. And edition just sounds cool. So not much thought process, but, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, Eighth Edition. <laughs> we post, like, photography-related things, and I might post some other stuff on there, so stay tuned. Yes, please go check them out. They're both very talented people. Oh, thank you. 
Okay, I don't know where my life is going at the moment. I have an existential crisis every Sunday. So um, I'm not, I don't have like a lifetime goal. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's something about Sundays where I'm just like, what is going on? I don't know. Anyways, um, but I guess some like thing that I, I needed to do that I haven't, I'm going to put all y'all on blast, is get my license. Um, I have not done that and I feel really bad for myself and my like I'm just like I just feel bad because I'm like I really need to do this I'm like I'm turning 18 in like a month and like you know I need to do this um that I just never have because it's not like I don't like to drive it's just like yeah Ezra Ezra said he's already 18 sad face because poor guy I, I did not mean to shame any of you guys this is like a me thing um because like I feel like it's something that I need to do. I'm like going to college like very soon and I should probably know how to drive. So yeah, um, yeah, I guess that's my answer. Also, um, actually, I don't need to share that. I was about to share something and you guys are gonna make fun of me. So we can just move on. This is a safe space, Sara. You should share it. Okay. We won't judge you. I don't know how to ride a bike. I should probably know how to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I just, I don't know. I think my parents tried to teach me and I yelled at them or I just stormed <laughs> off or something happened and now I don't know how to ride a bike. How dare you teach me how to ride a bike? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I was like, you guys need to lay off, right? Something. I was like really young and angsty. So um, that, yeah, that is a shortcoming of mine. Not to give a super long answer, but. Okay, yeah. When you said that, I thought of uh, not fully knowing my my mother tongue which is malayalam so i only like half know how to like, hear it and understand it when my parents say it like speak but i don't even know how to speak it at all and it's kind of un i get really uncomfortable whenever we have family reunions and then everyone's just speaking in their mother tongue but then they know that i don't know how to speak it so they just switch to english when they speak to me and i wish it didn't have to be that way and i wish i just knew how to speak it but i never found the motivation to like actively learn it or just speak it in regular language i mean they tell me if i watch malayalam movies then that'll probably help me out a lot uh but i just can't get around to doing so but that's a big goal of mine uh i mean honestly like hopefully before i get married or something i want to be able to speak it because there's going to be a lot of family there and so i don't want to disappoint yeah no pressure no pressure reese um, for me, similar to Sara, I don't know about y'all, but turning 18 soon has been making me reflect a lot more than it should. It's been making me freak out and realize that I haven't done anything that I wanted to do because I was too focused on school and all that boring stuff. So this really struck a chord with me. So I think I already took action in this um, about a month ago. I took the very impulsive and probably irresponsible choice of going skydiving. Um, yeah, as was cheering, but it was, oh my god, I I can random I can talk about this for like very very shorts. All hell broke loose with my mom. My dad was like woohoo, and we went. <laughs> I did it with my I did it with my um, one of my closest cousins. We did it. It was amazing. Um, so I wanted to do something to kind of symbolize me turning 18, even though in Mexico, I didn't need to be 18. It, it, the law doesn't apply over there. So it was kind of, it kind of defeated the purpose. I should have just waited and done it here. But, um, cause 
at my work, we talk a lot of, um, about, oh, well, what are you doing when you're turning 18, blah, 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 blah. And we're all the same age. So everyone's like, oh, I want to get a tattoo. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Good for y'all. I, I mean, I'm a risk taker, but I don't want a tattoo. So let's just keep it tame because they asked me and I realized how boring I am. They're like, oh, my gosh, your birthday's coming up soon. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's the big plan? I'm like, well, Corona. So I can't really do that much. And in my head, I was like, well, I did want to open my credit card. That was the big thing I wanted to do. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted, um, I'm going to start investing in stocks because that's, I've always wanted to do that. But I'm just like, I just kept it to myself because that sounded so boring. So <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm all over the place. Like I'm, I, I don't care about regular stuff and I jump off a plane, but then I'm like, I don't want ink on my body. Let me just open a credit card and invest money. So it just depends. <laughs> it just depends on the activity. Dude, investing in stocks is so smart. Maria, do not be, that's like the best thing you could do right now. That's what my brothers want to do. They just want to like put some money in like a, in like a stock or stocking. No, that's not the word. I don't know what the, the terminology is, but they're just like, they're just like, like if we put $70 in now, by the time you retire, it'll be like $50,000. I don't know. But yeah, anyways. I was literally watching everything about Warren Buffett before I started this call. I was watching so many YouTube videos. My YouTube search, it sounds like a 30-year-old man's YouTube search. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you invest in stocks? Uh, I am right now, yeah. yeah. Uh, just It's not like that much money. I mean, I guess it is for us, for teenagers, but uh, yeah, I am. Dude, I made $10 profit. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I remember, oh, um, no. yeah, I remember I was at your house and you were like, bro, I just increased 70 cents and I was so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, 70 cents on the day. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, but I wanted to say, when, whenever you showed us a video of you skydiving, I, I believe you instantly became the coolest member of four of a kind. I know I can say that at least. I would say the stupidest, but I will take the coolest as well. Bro, I was getting like, ill watching the video like i was like getting motion sick well i don't know how you did that literally this is why you're my queen lord and savior maria you always will be you guys are too kind that's a story for another day because i can oh my gosh i can go on and on about it about the whole day and whatever but this is not what today's about i probably won't share it but anyways next question um this one was kind of random because i thought that the other one the whole advice thing was too deep but did you guys ever want to throw a themed birthday party? If so, which one? Is it just me that's wanted to throw a little themed birthday party? Even though I'm not big into parties and birthdays, like I'm all for everyone's birthday. I will go off on the gift. I will look forward to it and plan beforehand. But for mine, I couldn't care less. But there's something about themed parties. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I don't think I ever had a real birthday party yet. Which is kind of sad now when I think about it. I was going to have one for my 18, but COVID. So we'll wait next year if, if it gets better. But when I was little, I always wanted a Nerf, Nerf-themed birthday party. Like, just have a bunch of people come over and have a Nerf for it. That would be so fun. I would do that now, honestly. I just don't know where my Nerf guns are. So uh, if I find them, I'll do that. But what about y'all? I'm like kind of big on birthday parties. I just like think they're fun. And I, I throw a banger party, as you guys know. Um, but I think the theme birth, ooh, I would either do like a murder mystery, like 
game night kind of thing. I've always wanted to do one of those because I think they're just so much fun. Um, but my friend Anya and I were toying with the idea of like those real, those like in real life Among Us parties. I've seen them on TikTok. And like you basically like like use the whole house as like the Among Us spaceship and you like set up tasks and like find the imposter out like in real life. And like you, it's like happens in the house. And it was so cool the way that they did it. I'm probably doing a terrible job of explaining it. Um, but yeah, somewhere where someone dies would be an interesting party. Uh, for me, right when you asked the question, I immediately thought of like basing it around a TV series or movie that someone really likes. And so, and then also, I also immediately thought of just Avatar The Last Airbender because that's like the, the best show so far that I, that I kind of like. Um, I don't know what that party would look like per se, but. I'll uh, shave your head and become Aang. <laughs> yeah, we should, like all the guys would shave their heads and uh, draw arrows on themselves. But um, yeah, just uh, maybe like a TV series or movie. Uh, me personally, Avatar. Yeah, I've always wanted to do a costume party. I don't know what kind, but did you guys hear about Drake's? I don't know how old he was turning, but it was like a two thousands party. So everyone was wearing two thousand clothes, like the Juicy Couture track suits, or just like the. Oh my gosh, I can go on and on. Or on TikTok, I saw because of the inauguration, people were doing um, costume parties, like Joe <laughs> parties. So you can dress up as any kind of Joe. So like G.I. Joe, Joe Biden, Joe Exotic, Sloppy Joe. Like there is so many different variations, like Joey from Friends, just like that kind of thing. What about and Jojo Siwa? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So just anything like that where people can take it and change the meaning completely and just make it funny. That'd be so fun. Just that sounds really fun. I'm saying after Corona, if that ever happens, but ah, that's something about that. Cause then I get, ugh, anyways. So, um, there's some other cheesy questions. Do you guys want like a brief, easy question? Like a lighthearted question? What are we feeling? What are we feeling? Are we feeling are we trying to get deep? Are we trying to... Uh, how, on the scale of 1 to 10, how deep is that question that you have? Like a 5? Not, not very deep. It's not like the death ones that we were talking about before. There are some weird questions, guys. I refrain from asking those. Hit, just, us, hit us with the deep, the deep one. It's not even that deep. Now you're just hyping it up. Hit us with the medium deep one. I'll just go with the lighthearted one. I don't know why. Okay. I don't like this. Just right. Instantly, like, whatever. <laughs> my, my disappointment is immeasurable right now. I'm indecisive. I feel like that was stupid. I'll tell you guys. Was the podcast. And now you're like, whoosh. Because well, you hyped it up. And I just can't meet that expectation. So I just got to drop down the expectation. So my last very stupid question was, um, what did you want to be when you were little? That's, I know, oh, very that is deep. That is deep. deep. That is deep. Let me think. Because we doctor. all have phases. I wanted to be a doctor when I was little. Uh, my insanity back then. My dad was like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a doctor. And now I'm like, dad, I don't want to be a doctor. He's like, good. Because <laughs> he's a doctor. He knows the struggles. So he's like, yes, yeah, I just don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I had I went through, like, a variety of, of phases. Yeah, like, God, primary, like elementary school Sarah was, she was crazy. Um, I guess I think the first thing I remember is 
for some reason I wanted to be an astronaut. I'm not sure what the appeal was because I didn't even have 2020 vision at the time. So like, I think that automatically disqualifies me, disqualifies me from being an astronaut. But like, that was a thing for a while. And then I wanted to be um, the CEO of something. That was a thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys can tell. And then, and then I wanted to be a lawyer for like two weeks because I watched a lot of suits over quarantine. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I could do this. I mean, like I'm already doing political science, right? Um, but yeah, now I'm settled on something. I'm, I'm undecided right now. I'm just trying to get into college first. For me, I think I, I would also say I went through some phases. I think like way, way back, I wanted to be like a computer engineer because like my parents were that. And then like MIT was like a kind of cool school. I mean, it's a, it's a cool school now, but like it seemed like a cool school uh, cool. to me back then. As well. <laughs> uh, but I also wanted to be like a video game designer because uh, like that was when I was little, just like, whoa, video games and I can be a designer and that's my job. Uh, but then I remember when I was in middle school, or it was, a, it was like late primary school, early middle school, when I was playing golf, that was like my thing. I remember I, I, I thought to myself, yo, I want to be a professional golfer, like legit. <laughs> and then I was like, I could just like, all I need to do is just be better. And then I could just like be a professional golfer, <laughs> like just get better over time. And then I could like compete, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that fell through. I just never, I, I lost interest. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Honestly, good. right now, my I, I I have this thing with my friend where I, I don't even know what I want to be, like what job I want to pursue. I just I just applied business slash economics for my colleges. And my friend is saying, so if you're applying business, don't you want to don't you kind of have an idea of what you want to do after you get your business degree? I'm just I just say. I'll just like God take the rest. I'll just like God lead me to, to where he sees me. Yeah. I can see you as a golf player, Reese. I think you have time. You can you can make it. I believe in you. He's like, no, I think I'm good. The next Tiger Woods. Exactly. Um, for me, in primary, I wanted to be a fashion designer, which is very ironic because I have no style. I have the most basic style you'll ever – oh, it's horrible. But anyways, I had – you know, whenever you would go to Toys R Us and you would get A's on your report card and my mom would be like, okay, you can pick something. So I would go to Toys R Us, all happy. And I would buy like the, like the journals where you can like design stuff and like design clothes and whatever. Uh, I think I still have them. I should burn it because it's probably horrible. <laughs> and then um, I went through a phase that I wanted to be a baker because I watch a lot of Cupcake Wars and Cake Boss and all that jazz and like Top Chef, a lot of cooking. And then it switched to a vet. And then I watched Dr. something, not Dr. Phil, the other one. I don't know what it's called, but he's this vet on like PBS or something. I don't know. And it shows you <laughs> what his day as a vet is. And it's like literally half of the show is him just putting his hand like up the cow's butt, like checking and like doing routine stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to stick my hand up a cow's butt 24 seconds. So I was like, I'm good. <laughs> Never mind. And then one time I cut my dog's nails um, on my own, which you should not do. Oh my gosh, learn from me. And I cut her nails too short and she started bleeding and I started bawling. I started bawling. I felt so bad. I was apologizing like for 10 minutes, just like holding my dog sobbing. My mom's like, what is going on? <sighs> 
I, I, yeah, just, just go to PetSmart <laughs> anyways. And then I wanted to be a lawyer for a long time because I love arguing. And then it was psychology for a long time. And then I settled on business. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. For some reason, as soon as you started talking, I was like, I bet Maria wanted to be a fashion designer. Those are li- exactly what I was thinking. Dude, you have like the personality and the aesthetic for it. Like this whole Italian men taste you have going on right now. It matches perfectly with being a fashion designer. So don't you worry about that. Um, Bro, yeah. we were like, oh my gosh, look at our style, white vans, skinny jeans, let's go. We have so much style. Well, the pinnacle of fashion, bro. Skinny jeans. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, well, just to wrap things up. Well, actually, Maria, I really hope you don't burn your fashion books because A, I want to memorialize them somehow. And B, don't burn anything, guys. The environment, the planet is on fire. So try to recycle those papers, Maria. Um, you don't want to be encouraging bad behavior. Anyways, um, just to wrap things up, I was... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We learned, we were able to learn a little bit more about each other, which I thought was impossible. I just know you guys too well. It's kind of bad. <laughs> All right. Then we'll see you guys next time on For oh. A Kind Podcast. Yeah. Okay, bye.